were entitled to peace, it was their human right. After thinking about it for a week, Christine Shalcross did precisely as her husband suggested, though running off in this instance meant no more than moving to the other side of the paddock, where pop idols proliferated like peonies. For all that I'll be able to keep a close eye on her from here, she told her husband, I'd still prefer you to bring Pluribel up. A girl needs a father's example, and she loves you more than she loves me. You have that in common with her. Estranged from himself, humiliated by his wife, disappointed in his sons who had gone to work for banks which had the indecency to fail, depressed by the cynicism of his students, appalled by the social deterioration of the Golden Triangle— and expecting to die early anyway, as his parents and grandparents had, Shalcross left instructions with his solicitors for the care of Pluribel. Taking into account the size of her fortune and the sweetness of her nature, Pluri will be at the mercy of every moneybags and bloodsucker that comes along, he told his lawyers. Find listed below a number of ordeals of character to which every aspirant to her bed must be submitted. Any who hope to approach her by some other route should know that my family's reach is long and extends to low places as well as high. Having deposited these detailed stipulations, he went into the garden of the old belfry. His belfry, of course, was genuinely old. Laid himself out beneath the second most ancient oak tree in Cheshire stuffed tissues up his nostrils against the stench of filthy lucre, took an overdose of the pills for which his family had been overcharging grossly for half a century, and expired. Richly left, and richly independent, Pluribel shed copious tears, for she had inherited the sadness gene from her father, and allowed a decent interval of time to elapse before summoning the courage to read her father's test, presented to her in a long manila envelope like a last will and testament by his solicitors. A gap year, she called this decent interval of time, a period in which to travel, meditate, meet interesting people, have a breast enlargement and work done on her face at the fulfilment of which, looking simultaneously younger and older than her years and ever so slightly Asiatic, she sliced into the envelope with a letter-opener made of the horn of one of the rhinos she intermittently marched through the centre of Manchester to preserve. Unable to see how being able to identify the three biggest lies of the twentieth century, or to name the fifty richest foreign families in the United Kingdom, or to suggest a viable scheme for assassinating Tony Blair, would yield her the ideal partner, she put her father's test in the bin and devised trials more likely to yield the sort of man she thought she wanted. On her twenty-first birthday, she attended a swingers' party in Alderley Edge, having taken the sensible precaution of ascertaining first that her mother would not be there. She went wearing a Formula One driver's suit and goggles and jiggling the keys to each of her cars, a Volkswagen Beetle, a BMW Alpina, and a Porsche Carrera. These, once she had secured the attention of the majority of the guests, she threw into an ice bucket and went outside to wait in the Beetle. That fights broke out over the BMW and the Porsche, but no one followed her to the Volkswagen didn't entirely surprise her, given that this was Cheshire but she felt she'd learned an invaluable lesson. 
Deceived by ornament and the glitter of appearance, men were incapable of seeing substance, let alone valuing it. She became a lesbian for a year, received instruction in holy orders from a nun who had once done secretarial work for her father, tried her hand at modelling, journalism, photography, and kinetic sculpture, had her breasts reduced, and settled finally for running a restaurant, though she had no cookery skills in what had been the stables of the old belfry. She called the restaurant Utopia, and envisaged it as the centerpiece of that experiment in idealistic living her father had often talked to her about, but never got round to putting it into practice. Guests would be invited to stay the night or even the weekend, go on treasure hunts, play croquet, fall in and out of love, treat one another beautifully, avail themselves of therapies of various kinds from Ayurvedic massage to marriage guidance. Plurabel herself excelled at mediating between stress partners having...